Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. I was just watching uh, Biden and Zelensky in the Oval Office. Zelensky is, uh, of course, going on about the need for more money. Biden is pledging to give him whatever he wants, of course, because Zelensky has the receipts. And Republicans are saying, uh, no, no, not so fast. So thank God they're saying, no, not so fast. Welcome to the show. Glad you're here. It is Tuesday, 855, excuse me, 855 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. Uh, this, this fight over Ukraine aid, let's think about this now for a moment. Let's think about where we, where we stand. So the Democrats are all in on giving Ukraine whatever Zelensky wants because obviously the Democrats know that uh, Joe Biden is uh, being compromised. I mean, it's extortion. And the guy's got the receipts. The guy's got the goods on Biden. So help a brother out. You know what I mean? Help a brother out. He's got to give him the money. Otherwise, Zelensky's going to tell everybody everything about what we already know, which is Biden's corruption in Ukraine. Tough spot to be in. And they got to keep going on about Putin. And Biden used the phrase that it'll be a Christmas gift to Vladimir Putin if we don't give Ukraine more money. Like, come on. Senator J.D. Vance was on Laura Ingram last night. He said, you know, we got to focus on our own problems here. Uh, The Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, came out and said, there's no oversight over this money. There's no oversight whatsoever. Senator Tommy Tuberville came out and said today, he said, you know what? Russia can't even beat Ukraine. I think about this now. Russia can't even beat Ukraine. And we're so worried that that they're going to beat Ukraine and then roll into Europe and take over Europe. Come on already. You know what I mean? Come on. So this battle that's going on right now, which is playing out in real time, in the backdrop of all this is the reauthorization of the FISA Act, which the United States government, led by Republicans, is going to make the police state grow even stronger with the so-called reforms to FISA that they're pushing. And it's going to be even stronger. They'll have more ability to spy on all of us without warrants, without the Fourth Amendment. You know, I, I read some, some piece today at some conservative site going on about how we need to pass the FISA Act again, our national security, and we don't have time to wait for warrants and blah, blah, blah. All I kept thinking is, you know, the, the Constitution doesn't have this little preamble in it that says... These rights are fine as long as everything's cool. 
You know what I mean? The minute that the S hits the fan, whether it's a pandemic or it's a threat of terrorism or something like that, this all goes out the window. Like, these are suggestions to get you through the, the nice times, the good times. But if you turn around and you say, but, but we've got a pandemic or but we have terrorism out there or but, you know, we've got domestic violent extremism. Well, all this stuff eh, it all goes away. So consider the Bill of Rights, like the Bill of Rights on a good day when everything's peachy Then you have all these rights. Otherwise, uh, we don't really care. Well, it's just all suggestions. It's for positive reflection. And that's it. And those should be goals for you. Positive reflection and goals for good times. Good times when you get to enjoy your freedom and liberty. But when the world is a crazy place, not so much. It doesn't have that little preamble in there. You know, there's nothing about the founders or the framers of the Constitution turning around and saying that even though they said the Constitution is not, a, not a, a suicide pact, they also said that we have threats all the time. Like the British came and burned down the White House in 1812. I st- for one, that still bothers me deep down in my core. I know sometimes I hold a grudge and I have to get over things and I'm working on it. But the British burned down the White House. It wasn't like when we won the Revolutionary War and we passed the Constitution that everything was hunky-dory. I mean, we had, lots of, we had lots of problems going on in the country, and yet somehow we found a way to persevere without turning around and trampling on the United States Constitution. But nowadays, it's these things are only, these rights are only there when things are good. Otherwise, sorry, folks, Moose out front should have told you your liberties are closed. And that's how they view these things. See, I, for one, can't get behind that. I, I, I can't get behind that because the, this surveillance reform bill is a farce. The Electronic Freedom Foundation came out and they looked at this. And they said earlier this week, both the House Committee on the Judiciary and the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence marked up two very different bills. Protect Liberty and End Warrantless Surveillance Act and the FISA Reform and Reauthorization Act of 2023, both of which would reauthorize Section 702 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, but in very different ways. Both bills head to the floor next week under a procedural rule called Queen of the Hill, where the bill with the most votes gets sent to the Senate for consideration. And they're urging everyone to vote no on this. And the reason why is because the report was released calling for the reauthorization of Section 702 with essentially superficial reforms. The bill that followed was as bad as expected. It would renew the Mass Surveillance Authority Section 702 for another eight years. It would create new authorities that the intelligence community has sought for years, but that have been denied by the courts. It would continue the the indiscriminate collection of U.S. persons' communications when they talk with people abroad for use by domestic law enforcement. This was not the intention of the national security program and people on U.S. soil should not have their communications collected without a warrant because of a loophole. As a reminder, Section 702 was designed to allow the government to warrantlessly surveil on U.S. citizens abroad for foreign intelligence purposes. Increasingly, it's the U.S. side of digital conversations that domestic law enforcement agencies trawl through all without a warrant. FBI agents have been using the Section 702 databases to conduct millions of invasive searches for Americans' communications, including those of protesters, activists, donors to congressional campaigns, journalists, and even members of Congress and their staff. 
Additionally, the bill authorizes the use of this unaccountable and out-of-control mass surveillance program as a new way of vetting uh, asylum seekers through their digital communications. Now, according now, this is a a a point here that I, for one, don't give a damn about. Asylum seekers, in my opinion, they're not U.S. citizens, so I don't really care about that. I only care when U.S. citizens are impacted by this. As far as I'm concerned, if you're not a U.S. citizen. You don't have rights. If you're in this country illegally or you're in this country looking to gain asylum, the Constitution doesn't apply to you yet. Now, obviously, there are limits around that, too, in the sense that you, you still have certain I mean, you still have all the rights afforded in the justice system and that sort of thing. But not always. I mean, immigration courts are very different than criminal court that a U.S. citizen would face, for example. But what I what I'm concerned about, what 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 frustrates me is that the FISA Court of Review released a highly redacted opinion documenting a fight over the government's attempt to subject an unknown company to Section 702 surveillance. They have the new ways to define electronic communication service provider to include equipment. Any equipment, a modem or router in your home, anyone who comes over to service that modem or router, anybody. The court agreed that under the circumstances, the company did not qualify as an electronic communication service provider under the law. Now, the so-called reform would expand that definition to include a much broader range of providers, including those who merely provide hardware through which people communicate on the Internet. Even without knowing the details of the secret court fight, this represents an ominous expansion of 702 scope, which the committee introduced without any explanation or debate of its necessity. Now, the House Judiciary Committee bill, the Protect Liberty and End Warrantless Surveillance Act, would actually address a major problem with Section 702 by banning warrantless backdoor searches of Section 702 databases for Americans' communications. The bill would also prohibit law enforcement from purchasing Americans' data that they would otherwise need a warrant to obtain, a practice that circumvents core constitutional protections. Importantly, this bill would also renew the authority for only three more years giving Congress another opportunity to revisit how the reforms are implemented and to make further changes if the government is still abusing the program. By the government's own numbers, violations are still occurring at a rate of more than 4,000 a year. Our government, with the Federal Bureau of Investigation in the lead, has come to treat Section 702, enacted by Congress for the surveillance of foreigners on foreign soil, as a domestic surveillance program of Americans. Now, Mike Lee is furious over this. He really is. Mike Lee is furious over this, and thank God he's speaking out against this because we need guys like Mike Lee and Rand Paul and and uh, in the Senate to push back on this because McConnell, as you can imagine, just like how McConnell's all in, all in on climate change, and uh, I'm, I'm sorry, all in on Ukraine and giving Zelensky whatever he wants, McConnell's all in on increasing federal warrantless spying authority. Eric Beam writing this. One set to be considered would grow the scope of federal digital surveillance and would authorize the federal government to use these powers against more individuals who are American citizens. When Edward Snowden exposed parts of the same federal surveillance apparatus in 2013, called the new proposal the biggest encroachment on your privacy rights since the Patriot Act, in a post on Twitter. Civil libertarian groups have roundly criticized the bill and are encouraging lawmakers to vote against it. That bill, the FISA Reform and Reauthorization Act of 2023, is one of two measures 
aiming to make changes to Section 702 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act could be brought to the House floor on Tuesday. Could be today. Section 702, created after 9-11, allows federal intelligence agencies to vacuum up communications between Americans and foreigners. Under some circumstances, law enforcement is allowed to query the Section 702 database, which includes an unknown amount of incidental data pulled from Americans' online communications with foreigners. Now, the FBI has misused this program, and this is the key part about this. I've always told you this. If you sacrifice your liberty, if you sacrifice the Bill of Rights to the government in the name of keeping you safe, they will take that, they will take that power, they will weaponize it for political purposes, and they will use it against you. That has been one of the hallmark Zioli axioms since I've been on this radio station. Since I started in Talk Radio 1210 WPHD, and I was an outlier back then opposing this stuff. You know, nowadays, it's very popular for conservative talk show hosts to be against this. But back then, it wasn't. Not so much. You know, back then, we were, we were all still thinking that at some point, we were going to get blown up by a terrorist. But I knew. I knew what they would do. I knew that they would take this power, and they would turn around, and they would use it against their political enemies. And that's exactly what's happened. They used Section 702 to spy on the Trump campaign. They literally, they literally had a, a wiretap of Trump's phones in Trump Tower and used 702 as the, as the impetus for that. And these judges, you know, these FISA court judges who are supposed to protect people's liberty, they just rubber stamp these things. I mean, it's like a 99% approval rate. And you don't even have any ability whatsoever to even understand any due process. There is none. Even though this was intended to attract foreign spies and potential terrorists, it has predictably morphed into a way for law enforcement agencies to get a warrantless peek at Americans' phone records, emails, and other electronic communications. In the report published a little while ago, the White House Intelligence Advisory Board said the FBI's use of the databases created by Section 702 should be limited to investigations dealing with foreign intelligence, the same standard that is used at other intelligence agencies with access to that data. FBI's use of Section 702 should be limited to foreign intelligence purposes only, and FBI's personnel should receive additional training on what foreign intelligence entails. The report says the FBI has made inappropriate use of Section 702 authorities, especially U.S. person queries. In 2021, for example, the FBI ran more than 3.3 million queries through the Section 702 database. Separately, a 2021 report from the secret federal court responsible for adjudicating FISA-related matters documented 40 instances in which the FBI accessed surveillance data as part of investigations into a host of purely domestic crimes, including healthcare fraud and public corruption. Now, my question is, why can't you get a warrant for those things? Why can't you get a warrant? Look, I, I just want to follow the rule book, right? If you, if you have reason to believe somebody is committing a crime, then by all means, get a warrant follow due process, follow the Constitution, and get the bad guys. It's not like, it's not like I, I want criminals to go free. It's not like I want to get blown up by a terrorist, but I, I also don't want to shred the Constitution in the middle of all this. Or worse than that even is empower this police state, which then becomes so arrogant, the Constitution doesn't need to be shredded because they just ignore it anyway. And they do whatever they have to do to make sure that their political enemies are being punished. I mean, are we not watching what's playing out in this country right now? We're talking about giving these people more power over us, more ability to spy on us. Are we not paying attention to what's happening? 
Do you not see what they're doing to former President Donald Trump? Do you not see what they did to former President Donald Trump? And, you know, he made a huge mistake when he renewed this, and I said it at the time. But the problem is, of course, he had a lot of those swampy neocon Republicans around him and all the fear-mongering, and it has to stop. The public in Congress ought to be wary of the FBI's promise to police itself and of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court's ability to hold the Bureau accountable. In 2021, the FBI promised the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court in the wake of the Carter Page scandal. Remember him? That was a Trump aide named Carter Page who was illegally spied on by our government under this guise that he was a Russian agent. He wasn't. It was an excuse to use to spy on the Trump campaign and an excuse by the deep state to tie Trump to Russia. Because obviously if they're, if they're invoking FISA, if they're listening to Trump aides because of their foreign communications, that gives them the door into the Trump campaign and it also enables them to go out there and say, yeah, you know what? This thing, this guy may be compromised by the Russians. The FISA court rubber stamped the changes that were suggested in the wake of the Carter Page scandal. But the FBI is still up to its old tricks with regard to Section 702. As the Associated Press notes, the report details how the FBI used its access to the database to run queries for a U.S. senator and state senator's names without properly limiting the search, looking for someone believed to have been at the Capitol during the January 6, 2021 insurrection, and doing large queries of names of protesters following the 2020 death of George Floyd. The latest revelations show that Federal Bureau of Investigation simply cannot be trusted with conducting foreign intelligence queries on American persons. That was written by Matthew Guaglia, a senior policy analyst at the Electronic Frontier Foundation. So regardless of the rules or consistent FISA court disapprovals, the FBI continues to act in a way that shows no regard for privacy and civil liberties. Now, thank God we have a number of people, Matt Gates. Tom Massey in the House, among others, pushing for reforms. On the Senate side, you've got Mike Lee, who blasted the FBI Director Christopher Wray last week, blasted him over his arrogance and hubris as they have watched this law be abused to spy on American citizens. Remember, if you're listening to me right now and you are a Trump supporter, you are the terrorist now. You're the, you're the terrorist And they will be more than happy to use this against you. If you're listening to me right now and you're a mom who goes to school board meetings and speaks out, if you're a Catholic who prays in Latin mass, I mean, how many more a pro-lifer standing outside an abortion clinic? How many more examples do you need of how the government will abuse its power to go after its political enemies, to intimidate the people, intimidate Americans into silence and complicity, compliance, right? And will use its law enforcement powers to go after the number one political opponent of the president of the United States of America. I mean, at what point do we wake up here and say, enough is enough. Enough. You know, unless you actually are going to give us some real reforms, unless you are actually going to do something to limit this to what it's supposed to be. And what it's supposed to be is the ability for the government of the United States to be able to gain intelligence on foreigners. And I have no problem with that. I want the government to be able to do that. Senator Mike Lee said, FISA spying on Americans is just like King George III using general warrants to persecute dissidents. Congress should not reauthorize FISA. Senator Mike Lee put this out a short time ago, today. 
He said, warrantless backdoor searches of Americans' private electronic communications under the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act are modern versions of the general warrants used and abused by King George III. Remember, the founders were acutely aware of the abuse by the government against them. And they put in these rights, they encoded these rights into the Constitution so that the federal government can't do these things. Not the federal government can't do these things as long as things are good, as long as there's no bad guys in the world, as long as there's no one trying to burn down the White House, which is what the British did. Don't forget that. They put these in here because they said, you have a right to be protected from your government. I've told you this before. The Bill of Rights, if you read it really from the First Amendment all the way up to the 10th, it's a beautiful symphony of protections against, protections for you against your government, your protection from your government. You have the freedom to speak out against your government anonymously. You have the freedom to worship because government should not be who you worship. You have the freedom. I mean, all these freedoms are God-given, but they're written down. They're encoded. They're written down for a reason, right? You have the right to protest your government. You have a right to defend yourself from your government. You don't have to have troops quartered in your home because that could be very intimidating to you. You don't have to say a damn word if the government accuses you of a crime. They have to get a warrant. It's got to be very specific. It shall name the time, matter, and place. You get a jury of your peers. You get due process whenever life, liberty, or, or property is, is subject to be taken from you. I mean, it's all right there. It's, it's very, it, it is a beautiful symphony of protecting you from your government. And we live in an age now where the federal government has become an all-out police state, and we are literally having a conversation at this very moment about giving them more power, not just even renewing what's already there, but expanding that power under the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. We need to get our collective heads checked here. 855-839-1210 if you want to weigh in on Twitter at Rich Zioli. A lot to say on this. I'll give you the latest on Zelensky as he comes hat in hand to Joe Biden and Republicans more and more turning around and saying, no, this has to stop. Don't go away. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. The Zioli Show, on your schedule, from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. So 
I hear them knocking. Actually, you don't hear them knocking, actually. They just kind of come on in. So what did Senator Mike Lee say? Mike Lee is a stalwart defender of liberty, actually. One of the best. He really is. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here. 855-839-1210. I'll get into Ukraine and Zelensky as well, but this is really important stuff here. He says the bill, the Pfizer Reform and Reauthorization Act of 2023, is one of two measures aiming to make changes to Section 702 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act that could be brought to the House floor on Tuesday. Section 702, created after 9-11, allows federal intelligence agencies to vacuum up communications between Americans and foreigners. Under some circumstances, law enforcement is allowed to query the Section 702 database, which includes an unknown amount of incidental data pulled from Americans' online communications with foreigners. Section 702 is set to expire at the end of the year, and recent revelations about how the FBI has misused the spying program have raised hopes that Congress might reign in the program. Despite its name, however, the FISA Reform and Reauthorization Act appears to expand, not reform, the program. One portion of the bill vastly expands the universe of U.S. businesses that could be conscripted to aid the government in conducting surveillance. Currently, the federal government can compel only businesses that have direct access to digital communications, meaning telecom providers, internet service providers, and the like, to turn over that data to Section 702's database. Under the terms of the House proposal, however, any business or entity that has access to telecom or internet equipment could be forced to participate in the federal government's digital spying regime. Hotels, libraries, coffee shops, and other places that offer Wi-Fi to their customers could be forced to serve as surrogate spies. Now, look, I know that there's always a temptation, and this is something that a lot of conservative, conservative-minded people have to get over, and perhaps you've gotten over it, but there always is this temptation to say, well, if you've done nothing wrong, you have nothing to fear. But we know that that's not true. We, we know that. We, we know that it doesn't matter if you've done nothing wrong. If the government wants to get you, the government's going to get you. They'll drag you out in shackles and chains on a Sunday morning in front of your family just to send a message. They will indict you on bogus federal charges, and try to destroy your candidacy. They will spy on you for doing nothing wrong so that they can make everybody believe the campaign has been infiltrated by the Russians. You can't, you, 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 you just simply can't allow that notion of if you've done nothing wrong, you have nothing to fear to, to persist because you don't know when you're going to do something wrong. At any point that you do, then the government has the ability to then punish you, go after you. This is why I so vehemently disagree with Nikki Haley's position that there should be no anonymous uh, social media postings. Now, and somebody said to me the other day, they said, Rich, wait till you have kids. It'll change your opinion because there's so much bullying out there and everything else. You have kids, you'll, 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 want, you'll want everybody to have to register. No, I never fall for that, but for the children thing. No, you, you, you should have the right to anonymously criticize your government because the government has so much power to take revenge against you. Do we all not remember the IRS Lois Lerner scandal when the IRS was targeting conservatives? How quickly we forget these things. So the problem is you may do nothing wrong. You may literally be doing nothing wrong. But then you might become a gigantic pain in the government's ass. And then at that point, They have all the tools they need to find something that you're doing wrong and use it against you. 
if nothing else, just to send them, send a message and intimidate you into being compliant. The change under this so-called FISA reform would effectively overrule a recent decision from the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court, the secret court that reviews America's spying programs. The new definition could give the government warrantless access to any communication system in America through which any one side foreign communication could be found. The FISA Reform and Reauthorization Act would also expand how the government uses its Section 702 database. Specifically, the bill would add a new provision to authorize Section 702 investigations as part of the process of vetting all non-United States persons who are being processed for travel to the United States. This new authority proposes to give immigration services the ability to audit entire communication histories before deciding whether an immigrant can enter the country. This is problematic. That could cost someone entrance to the United States based on, for instance, their own or a friend's political opinions, as happened to a Palestinian Harvard student when his social media account was reviewed when coming to the U.S. to start his semester. Now, like I said, when you're not a United States citizen, I don't really care. But the problem is, that if they expand this power to people who are coming to the United States of America, what happens then is, if you happen to be their cousin, or you happen to be their friend, or you happen to be the, uh, you know, the couple that's uh, hosting the, the au pair, well, guess what? All of your communications are now subject to them scooping it up. We've gone from having to prove to a judge that you might be talking to somebody who's a bad guy to now it's just, you're just talking to somebody who's a foreigner. I mean, the world's a big freaking place. I, I've been dealing with trying to get my new pizza oven for months now. I've been dealing with the freaking Italians. I mean, trying to get my Avanzani gas burner. And yeah, I mean, it's handmade in Italy. And I guess, I don't know, Giuseppe's making it and transporting it on a freaking donkey. I have no idea, but I can't get this freaking thing. And it, but, but I'm talking to foreigners. I'm talking to foreigners. I'm talking to Giuseppe who's making my Avanzani gas burner. I think it's beautiful, by the way. It's a piece of art. This 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 gas burner is worth it. Believe me. You heat up the pizza oven with the gas burner and you switch over to wood. It's a beautiful thing. But I'm talking to foreigners. I'm talking to the people who are making the oven. I'm talking to the people who are making the burner. Handmade in Italy. Literally handmade by apparently a guy who's got one hand. And so I could get scooped up in all this. My communications can get scooped up in all this. It doesn't have to be that I'm talking to somebody who's a Italian mafioso who's looking to hurt the United States of America or commit a crime here. I just have to be talking to somebody. Well, good luck. The world's a big place. There's a lot of people now that travel. There's a lot of people that have companies overseas. You're talking to a, co- a colleague of yours in Iceland. You know, my wife does HR consulting for a company based in Iceland. So she's constantly talking to them over there. That's all you need. That just opens the door. Now you're talking to foreigners. And if somebody's coming here on a work visa or something and you're sponsoring them, well, all bets are off. Everything now is on the table for the government to review. All the communications. That provision of the bill seems to directly overrule the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court, which has repeatedly struck down attempts by federal officials to expand Section 702 surveillance to include greater scrutiny of immigrants. Lawmakers who might be skeptical of such a broad expansion of federal spying powers will have the chance to back a different bill on the House floor. 
While the House Intelligence Committee was drafting this bill last week, the House Judiciary Committee advanced its own FISA reauthorization measure entitled the Protect Liberty and End Warrantless Surveillance Act. As the name suggests, the Judiciary Committee proposal aims to curtail the abuse of Section 702 by requiring law enforcement to obtain a warrant before snooping through Americans' communications contained in the program's database. Good. You should have to go to a judge and you should have to get a warrant. You should have to explain why you need the warrant, what the probable cause is, and there you go. And you know the judge is probably going to give it to you, most likely. The bill would also prohibit law enforcement agencies from purchasing information that they normally need a warrant to access which is a major loophole in the current FISA law. You know how every time you go online, if you don't use DuckDuckGo, and they're constantly, you get those little cookie messages? All that, all that data, everything you buy on the internet, everything you look at on the internet, all that stuff, somebody is compiling that and then selling it to somebody. Now, the government's argument is, well, if it's out there for sale in the public domain, we should have the ability to access it without a warrant. You know, this this notion that because they can see it in plain sight, that it'd be the exclusion to the warrant rule. No, that's not that's not how it works. That's not how it works at all. You want information, you don't get to just go buy it. You're not you're not J.C. Penny looking to figure out who their customer base is going to be. You're the United States government. You don't get to just purchase that data. You want data on me. You don't get to buy it from Google. You go to a judge. You get a warrant, and you access the data accordingly. Because we have to have a higher standard for government than we do for third parties. If private sector companies want to buy my information and I'm dumb enough to be open on the internet where they can compile all this stuff about me, well, you know what? Knock yourself out. I'll get more magazine catalogs I won't look at, more stupid pop-up ads, fine, whatever. But it's not the government with all of its powers and ability to intimidate and harass and use those powers for political purposes. You have to keep the government constrained. And in order to keep the government constrained, you have to make the government follow the rules. It doesn't matter if they can easily access the information by buying it. The Constitution wants the government to get warrants before it has information on us, period. Speaker of the House Mike Johnson has promised to allow supporters of both bills to make their case on the House floor. It's an encouraging sign about how he intends to run the chamber and create an important moment. There's hardly ever been an open democratic debate about, in Congress about the post-9-11 surveillance state and said, indeed, some members of Congress and most of the general public likely wouldn't even know about it if not for Edward Snowden's leaks. It's long past time for that to happen and for lawmakers who think we need even more digital surveillance to put their names on the record for voters to decide. And Senator Mike Lee is exactly right about this point that he makes here. Warrantless backdoor searches. And he brings up, because he's a big history buff, and you know Mike Lee's written on the Constitution before, he brings up a number of different things here. He said, while the technology employed in these searches may be new, the issues surrounding it are not. In fact, they have been hundreds of years in the making. Just as Wilkes' story ended badly for King George III, our story will end badly for Congress if it reauthorizes FISA Section 702, even temporarily without fixing it. In 1763, John Wilkes, a member of the British Parliament, was arrested in his home, subjected to an aggressive search because he wrote and published number 45 of a periodical known as the North Britain. 
North Britain, number 45, had infuriated King George III and his ministers because it called out their widespread and unlawful use of general warrants, official documents authorizing searches and seizures that were backed by neither evidence establishing probable cause nor a specific description of the intended target. In essence, general warrants purported to tell the king's officers, go search for evidence of a crime in any home or other place you might expect to find it, and then seize it and bring it to me. This is the old, you show me the person, I'll show you the crime. Go find it for me. We know they've done something, go find it. Unwittingly, proving Wilkes' point, the king's men used general warrants to search his home and the homes of others suspected of participating in the publication of this document. After spending several days locked down in the Tower of London, Wilkes returned to his home to find it in complete disarray, with many items severely damaged and others missing altogether. Incensed by the injustice, he challenged the validity of the general warrant at issue and sued the officers who had conducted the search. Long story short, he won and was awarded a large sum of money as part of the victory. As word of his victorious efforts spread, his story quickly became famous on both sides of the Atlantic, leading ultimately to the adoption of the Fourth Amendment of the United States Constitution. The number 45, referring to the publication that had offended the king and sparked the entire episode, became became synonymous with John Wilkes and the cause of liberty in England and the American colonies. Indeed, one might say that 45 became the roll tide of those who wanted to be free from unreasonable searches and seizures. And there were a number of patriots back then in Boston and other, other, other places who used Wilkes as their inspiration. Elsewhere in the colonies, he was honored by the naming of Wilkes County, Georgia, Wilkesboro, North Carolina, and Wilkes Bar, Pennsylvania. Even George III's own young children caught the Wilkes fever. They sometimes opened the door to their father's room and cried, Wilkes at number 45 forever, just to prank the king. As Senator Mike Lee says, John Wilkes would be shocked by FISA Section 702, which the FBI has used hundreds of thousands of times to spy on Americans without a warrant. There have been essentially no consequences for the agents and agencies who repeatedly violate the Fourth Amendment. As a lawmaker and an advocate of liberty, he'd be appalled that the United States Congress is preparing to reauthorize FISA Section 702 without a single reform. Congress is making the decision not on its own merits, but as part of a last-minute addition to the 3,000-page National Defense Authorization Act for fiscal year 2024. Congress is obscuring its own indefensible actions by hiding this provision in a lengthy must-pass bill dealing with other far less controversial matters. Now, I am telling you right now, if you... Don't stand up against this right now. You will regret it. Senator Mike Lee concludes, warrantless backdoor searches of Americans' private electronic communications under FISA Section 702 are simply modern incarnations of the general warrants used by King George III. Like general warrants, backdoor searches under FISA Section 702 are carried out without any of the safeguards created to protect life, liberty and property from the kind of harm that an unrestrained government is uniquely capable of inflicting. Just as Wilkes' story ended badly for King George III, our story will end badly for Congress if it reauthorizes FISA 702, even temporarily, without fixing it. Well said.
So well said. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli if you'd like to weigh in today. Listen, my friends at Cherry Hill Volvo would love to see you on Route 70 in Cherry Hill. You know, they have already had amazing, aggressive pricing and promotions at Cherry Hill Volvo. But now that they're doing a complete renovation, it's getting even better. And here's the best part. Right now, to make way for the construction equipment at their renovation, they're going to give you an extra $1,000 off brand new Volvos, an extra $2,000 off if you use Volvo Car Financing or Volvo Lease. You'll get an extra $7,500 on a rebate for a plug-in Volvo. It's a great time to go and a great time to see my friends Judith Krupnik and Yosef Cohen. They'll treat you right and you will have a luxury vehicle that you can enjoy. Believe me when I tell you, Volvos are very safe and stylish and luxurious. I know that when we go up to see my, my wife's family after Christmas, up Christmas break and the Adirondacks, we're going to be grateful that the XC90 is such a safe car on those snowy mountain roads. Treat yourself this season to a beautiful Volvo. Whether it's new or certified pre-owned, Cherry Hill Volvo is the dealership that stands with us. Don't go to just any Volvo dealership. Go to Cherry Hill Volvo. Take advantage of an extra $1,000 off plus owner loyalty, an extra $2,000 off plus, (coughs) excuse me, (coughs) uh, $2,000 off if you use Volvo car financing or leasing and $7,500 off a Volvo plug-in. What are you waiting for? Cherry Hill Volvo on Route 70 in Cherry Hill where relationships matter. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. All righty. Lots to chat about, lots to get to. Matt DeSantis, see if anybody from Italy calls, by the way, about my my, uh, Avanzani gas burner. Would you do that for me, please? (laughs) I'll keep an eye out on the phones. Giuseppe hand-making this thing and taking freaking forever. I ordered this back in September. I ordered this thing in September, Matt DeSantis. Takes a while. A little empathy, please. Well, did, didn't you say he had one arm? Well, it's. I said it's It's uh, handmade. I said I'm assuming the guy has one hand based oh, on how okay. long this is freaking taking. You know what I mean? Okay, I get you. I get what you're saying. Because <laughs> how long does it take to make a freaking burner? I don't know. It's probably high quality. It's why it takes time. It's very high quality, but come on. He come also, on. He also may be in high demand. The Avanzini gas burners for pizza ovens made in Italy certified, custom made for each oven. And uh, they go, scusi, yeah? How long is it going to take for me to get a, my uh, my gas a burner? Uh, no, eh, uh, very soon. Uh, like um, uh, six to nine months. I mean, for a freaking burner, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> They should Freaking Italians. send you some uh, high-quality Italian Coca-Cola uh, along with the burner as sort of like a, an apology for taking so long. And they should do that. You're right. Not Coca-Cola, though, but something. Uh, maybe Gabagool. They've got good Coca-Cola. Maybe Gabagool or something, right? I'd take that, too. you take that, too. <laughs> the olive oil over there. Get some olive oil. Oh, it's the best. As long as you do it the right way. See, I, I always uh, I always try to buy Cento whenever I can because they get the real good stuff. You got to be careful, though. There's a lot of Fugazis out there, you know? Yeah, there's definitely a major difference in taste. Yeah, because the way it works is that you know, the mafia is involved in everything still. <laughs> so you go over to the guy and you go, are these San Marzano tomatoes? And the guy goes, uh, yeah. And how do you know? You know what I mean? <laughs> The giant paw should be the first indication that you're probably not getting the, the real San Marzano tomatoes. Yeah, the giant paws and then the uh, Frank Pantangeli <laughs> of, uh, yeah, yeah, these tomatoes are San Marzano. San Marzano, yeah, it's what I said. It's authentic. 
These olives are Italian olives, right? You didn't import them from Spain or Greece or anything like that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> They're uh, Italian uh, olives. Uh, I hand-picked them myself from the olive, tr- olive tree down there. Are they extra virgin? Yeah, I don't think anybody's had sex with these olives. I don't think anybody's done that. I don't think that that's what that means. <laughs> that's repulsive. Um, <laughs> Definitely not buying olives from that guy. No, don't buy olives from that sicko. So will you, will you put the the proper label on it then? Yeah, let me, uh, what do you want, this certified? Uh, uh, Jimmy, give me a pen. A piece of paper. I'm going to certify these as authentic Italian virgin olives. <laughs> All the girls who picked these olives were virgins, by the way. I know that for a fact. I don't think that that's what, I don't think that that's what extra virgin means. I don't, I, you know, again, I could be wrong, but I don't think so anyway. Uh, all right, we got to talk more about Ukraine. Zelensky still wants a lot of money, obviously. He's got his his, uh, his hats out, his hat in hand. Uh, quick ch- uh, check-in on social media, courtesy of our friends from Cherry Hill Volvo, where relationships do matter. So Chris, uh, <clears throat> the greater Chris, said, Rich, have you ever considered, based on the recent actions of America's intelligence agencies, that we are living in what some might consider a police state? Just casually pondering here. <laughs> Well said, Chris. He teases me because, of course, I've been saying this now for 10 freaking years. Longer, actually. Brother Patriot says, regarding people understanding and worrying over Section 702 FISA renewal, most Americans don't even know what it is or care as long as it doesn't affect them. The majority is fine with anything as long as they have a six-pack and the game is on. That's a fair point. Very, very true. Uh, 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. We will have a big four o'clock hour. I'll give you the latest. Also, protests in New York City outside the United Nations amid a ceasefire vote between Israel and uh, Hamas. So I'll get to that as well. But Cooper University Healthcare is South Jersey's leading academic health system for a reason. Cooper is there for you and your family every step of the way with more than 75 specialties, including advanced personalized cancer care through the MD Anderson Cancer Center at Cooper. The Cooper Neurological Institute, where they are doing life-changing work on strokes, dementia, Alzheimer's, really incredible. And With over 75 specialties, including primary, pediatric, and advanced care, surgical care, uh, urgent care, Cooper is there for your family every step of the way. Visit them online at cooperhealth.org or get an appointment by calling 800-8-COOPER. Remember, the Zioli family, we trust our health care to Cooper. Reagan, baby Reagan, just had a double ear infection, and Bridget took her to Cooper Urgent Care. And of course, you know I had my surgery over the summer at Cooper. So we are a Cooper family, and you will be very happy with the great care of all the people involved at Cooper University Healthcare, cooperhealth.org. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.